KateWorld.net presents an exclusive interview with Kate Hewlett. I solved your problem in my spare time <laughs> with finger paints. Jeannie Miller on Stargate Atlantis. For KateWorld.net, I'm David Reed, and I'm on the telephone with the lovely Kate Hewlett. Kate, thanks for taking some time with us this afternoon. No problem. Thank you. Uh... I'm going to get this right out of the way, if you don't mind, because it's so significant and because everyone within Earshot is thinking about it. You're David Hewlett's sister. What the heck is that like? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's it like? Well, uh, it's, it's wonderful. He's, really? He's, yeah. He's fantastic. Mm. He's uh, very silly and... Um, you know, very. He's wonderful to to work with, and he was great to grow up with. He's very mean to me, but I uh, I dish it back at him. I think so. Now is he the older brother? Yes. Yeah. He's he's nine years older. Nine years older. Oh, yeah. okay. So it's not like one or two where you guys were at each other's throats. Not at all. Oh, no. Okay. okay. He's the uh, the eldest, and I'm the youngest. Oh, okay. So he sort of, uh, you know, he focused his. His cruel intentions on uh, my other sisters, <laughs> and then they focus theirs on on me. So uh, we, yeah, we've always been okay. Good, great. Mm -hmm. How long have you wanted to have a shot on Atlantis? I never even considered it really to be, to be a possibility because his his career has always been very separate from mine. Really, and it was about I guess it was about a year a year ago that he first mentioned the possibility to me. Really? Um, because Martin Garrow had gone, had seen a play that I was in. Yes. And had said to David that, that we were very similar in the way we moved our hands and <laughs> the way we spoke and that sort of thing. <laughs> and so he got the idea. And that's when I first heard about it, and I still thought, you know, that's very nice, but there's no way... It that, won't happen. Yeah, I, I just didn't imagine that it would actually happen. Mm. So it was... Really exciting that it, that it actually did. Okay. Martin has spoken with us on several occasions, but he has never talked about this play that Brendan directed that is responsible for pulling you into Atlantis. Can you tell us about it? It's actually very funny because the show that he came to see was, I think it was a, it was during the Fringe Festival, so there, there are shows at, you know, in the morning and at 11 o'clock at night and all, all different show times. Uh-huh. And this particular show that he saw, it was uh, the play was called Head Smashed in Buffalo Jump. <laughs> and okay. Brendan had directed it. And that particular show, I, I don't know what happened, but I was extra nervous or something. And I just, I was really stuttering a lot. Oh. And, uh, and, and I said that to Brendan afterwards. I was like, I, I feel like I was, I did, I had a different kind of show tonight. And uh, and apparently Martin Garrow had said to him how similar David and I were, and it was just so <laughs> funny because because <laughs> <laughs> David David tends to do the sort of the stuttery acting as well, and it was uh, so yeah, it actually helped me out on that occasion. I think. So not only were you playing a Hewlett that night, you were kind of playing a McKay. I was a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> I was having a McKay show. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, did you know that they were in the audience? I didn't. Okay, no. that's that interesting then. Afterwards. All right, I'll be yeah. darned. Huh. <laughs> I didn't plan it. <laughs> so, uh, David first mentioned to you about a year ago that there was a possibility that uh, they could bring the character in at some point. 
Uh, when did you? Was that the first time you found out that the character existed? Because it was actually two years ago that it was his fault for uh, for switching it from a brother to a sister. You know what? He did tell me that. Okay. Um, I remember. I mean, I just thought it was sort of a cute story, though. I right. Didn't, I didn't think it would amount to anything, but I do remember him telling me that he was supposed to have a brother, and he said, "Is it okay if I change that to sister?" Yeah. And and they were fine with that, and. You know, I just thought it was cute, but I didn't think that it would actually happen. Okay, okay. Do you watch the show? Um, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an honest answer. <laughs> I, we don't really, we don't get the current season here. Okay. So, You're in Toronto. Yeah, I'm in Toronto. Okay. So it was difficult enough to, to see this episode. Right. But uh, I've been watching, when I, when I went to Vancouver for the first time, to do a dog's breakfast. Yes. I watched a few episodes then, and I think I've probably seen maybe about five episodes wow. in total. Okay. Uh, but I really like it. Okay. I, luckily, what, I actually do. <laughs> what are your particular favorites in terms of episodes that you saw? Which which stand out as your being your favorites? Um, I loved. Was it, was it duet? Is that the name of it? Yes. The one with, with the. Um, the multiple was, personalities. Yes, I, I adored that one, and I just saw the one where he was in the uh, where he was trapped in the puddle jumper. Grace under so pressure. That was. I thought that was amazing. Yeah. I think that was my favorite one. He did a good job with that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and I think that I think Amanda and David are so fantastic to watch together. So I really enjoy that dynamic a lot. And then you got thrown into the mix of it. I did, yeah. <laughs> Starting out as a novice in tech, yes. yeah, in techno babble ease, with yes, two of absolutely. the biggest pros in Stargate. That must have been a challenge. Well, it was hilarious because really there was just one scene that had a, a ton of techno babble. Right. And I got the schedule ahead of time, and I thought, oh, it's fine. It's it's on the second or third day. Oh. And then I got there, and they had changed the schedule. Right. So this, uh, the very first scene was the was the scary technology <sighs> scene, and uh, I hadn't slept. <laughs> well, oh so no! I took the red eye and flew to Vancouver, and, um, so it was it was very challenging, but really fun. Right. And they were, you know, Amanda and David were so. Was, I'm so glad it was them. Really. Uh, that were the first two people I worked with because they were just so at ease with each other and mm -hmm. you know she joined in making fun of me <laughs> like old time <laughs> isn't she great oh she's lovely yeah she really is from your take as her portrayer who is Jeannie Miller who is Jeannie Miller I think that Jean is an incredibly smart woman who had the opportunity to be probably a very famous scientist mm -hmm. and she chose a normal life she chose um to raise a family and mm -hmm. be in love and live you know live a, a a normal life not not the life that mckay is living mm -hmm. and i think that's a very strong choice mm -hmm. um i also think that she's very very smart and I think that her relationship with her brother, I, I think she's, she's a bit bitter 
about yeah. how things turned out. Yeah. I think that's where some of the, uh, the teasing comes from, that sort of thing, because they clearly do get along well, even though they, there's a lot of banter, but I think they, they really love each other. And I think that she's very bitter about the fact that he, that he abandoned her, essentially, because of one of her life choices. Hadn't spoken with her in four years. Yeah. Hmm. So I think she's pretty hurt. But, I, but she's not the type of person that wants to show that. Right. She likes to, sh- to show the tough side instead. Yeah, exactly. I think I, I read somewhere, or I had an interview somewhere, where um, McKay actually felt that she had the potential to be even smarter than he was. And, not, and he, uncharacteristic of McKay, he wasn't jealous of that as much as he was eager to get that strength to be able to serve mankind, um, to get that, that strength out there to help humanity. And when she yeah. made her choice, uh, he was like, taken completely aback. Yeah. So I think that's where that comes from. Um, what was your reaction when you found out Brendan would be playing your husband? I was, I was thrilled. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was so excited. It just, it added to the sort of dreamlike nature of the entire experience. <laughs> um, because, you know, we, we got to enjoy that together. We got to be in Vancouver and just, just thinking, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone else is in their element and we just were so confused. And uh, it was, it was, so, it was so much fun to work with him. I've worked with him, I guess, uh, two or three times okay. in theater. Okay. And we, we worked together really well. So it was nice to work with someone that I could really relax with. And right. There was none of that getting to know, getting to know him. Right? You know, I was already meeting so many new people and working with so many new people. Right, exactly. So it, was, it was really nice to have him there. It's nice the the person that you were having to be in bed with in the bedroom with was something someone that you knew relatively well. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. If you could change anything about that episode, would you? No, I th- I thought it was a great episode. Mm. I think I think in a way it would be <laughs> sounds sounds terrible, but I wish it was longer. <laughs> really, <laughs> uh, it would be fun if it could have been two um, a two parter mm-hmm. because I think all the stuff with the alternate universe Rod mm-hmm. was really interesting mm-hmm. and, and gave a lot of insight into Rodney's character, mm-hmm. Meredith's character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, but it would have been interesting to I think to see more of how Jeannie affected. Rodney and how and how Jeannie's presence on Atlantis made a change in him. Yeah. So it was. I think both things were nice, but it was almost an episode with three McKays mm-hmm. instead of uh, instead of two. Mm-hmm. So right. yeah, I think there were, there was room there for for even more development with those two. Okay. But I, but I think that Rod was definitely necessary, and I really liked that that element of the episode. That was sort of the. Uh, like there needed to be the sci-fi side of it. It couldn't just be a story. About right. He story. was a plot device. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So I really liked that, but I, I would have loved to have seen more of the relationship between between Jeannie and Rodney. Okay. You uh, say you can't get uh, season three yet. Have you Have you managed to see the episode completed? Yes, I actually did get a copy of. Okay. Of good. The episode. Okay. Yeah. Great. 
Does anything from that? I'm, yeah, from Martin, right? Yeah. <laughs> Does anything from that production, either on or off screen, stand out in your mind in particular? From the entire experience, of, right? Of the episode? From the whole thing. I have to say that uh, Hermione made a, made a real impression. <laughs> People have been commenting on my, my expression <laughs> when I was looking at it, but I think it was real. <laughs> I was. Uh, that was that was all part of the first day. Oh my god! The first day was just a whirlwind. It was crazy. It you know like I the set is incredible, and so you feel yes. like you're actually on the Daedalus. Yes. In Atlantis, so it was it was um, it, it was just a, a crazy day. But that was part of it. That just yeah, he he blew my mind. I couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. He has a little pulse. <laughs> he has a pulse. His pulse and veins. And yes. <laughs> amazing. It was amazing. Well, for someone who hasn't watched Stargate from the beginning to be standing in front of this little silicone alien, yeah. <laughs> that must have been a trip. <laughs> I'm in E.T. <laughs> like every child's dream. <laughs> yeah. It was, and, and also, um, I mean, the, the entire experience, I, I came away with so many different stories and memories mm-hmm. and all that, but the... The cast and the crew are, are remarkable. Mm-hmm. They're, they have so much fun, and everyone was so nice. Mm-hmm. That's actually something else that would have been nice would be to work with the other cast members more. Right. Because the episode was so fo- focused on David and I. Right. Um, I did get to work with David Nichol quite a bit, and he was great. Yes. Very funny. But yes. I didn't get to work with, uh, well, I didn't get to work with Paul at all. Right. He wasn't and in the episode. With uh, Rachel and Joe and Tori and Jason, I think it was just one day. Okay. So I didn't get to know those characters too much, but right. um, but they were really fun to work with. Very, <laughs> very silly. <laughs> we had a very silly day. Well, there's already uh, an effort to get you back, which I'd like to talk about in a few moments. Sure, um, yeah. This episode had to have been a very personal one. In what ways did the script hit you? The scene near the end where I watched the video of David. Yes, from Letters um, from Pegasus. Yeah. That, even just, even just reading the script, that was a really powerful scene. Mm. Um, and I was really, I really liked the, I really liked the, uh, the ending, the way that they came together again. But uh, actually filming that scene was interesting because I had never seen that episode before. Oh. And Martin saved the video specifically so that I wouldn't have seen it before they shot it. Oh, okay. So the first time I saw it, I was, <laughs> I almost lost it. And they, they were, were they rolling the tape? Scene. Oh, yeah. That, oh, they were shooting boy. the scene. And I was watching the video, and I, it just, everything started to, it, it just started to make sense to me in a whole right. different way. Like, I was... I was watching David, and I was thinking, God, my brother is, is on this amazing television series. He's a regular, and he's so successful, and he, he made it. And I'm actually here with him, and I get to be a part of it for a week. And mm. it just all started really hitting me. And, so, and also, he just acted that scene so beautifully. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I was trying not to cry, because I didn't think I should in the scene. Mm-hmm. And, right. Uh, yeah. And then when he, when David came in, and we, and we were supposed to hug, I just started bawling my. Oh. <laughs> and my, uh, my incredible instincts, um, 
caused me to actually drop out of frame. <laughs> oh, gosh. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> wow. So David had a lot of fun with me after that because every time I did good work, he said, yeah, Kate, now you should just drop out of frame so they can't use it. <laughs> 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 but I think they did end up using um, a lot of that take. Mm. A really smart move, I think, on, on Martin Wood's part. Have you seen the rest of that episode? No, I haven't. You I want should. Now. You should. I have to get a copy of it from David. Okay, because yeah. I, it really that one scene in particular uh, was very different from McKay for the rest of the episode. He had all these broad strokes of, you know, if they were going to die, this this tape was going to get published, and he was going to talk about leadership and and uh, well, as McKay is, you know, he thinks he's the best in all this stuff. And in the end, he finally just said, okay, you know what, forget all that other stuff. If they don't print or send anything else out, I want this to go out to my sister. So that was a really strong uh, scene, and yeah. you've got to see the whole thing. I, I definitely will. So, yeah. Uh, Martin described you as having hewlettisms. Um, <laughs> How? I worked for years to get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> how how often could you go with your family's mannerisms, and how often did you have to adopt behaviors that David specifically made for the McKay character? I I would say that I'd like to take take credit for my choices, but uh, I think that a lot of the the mannerisms are are already there. Okay. And I think because because Martin wrote the part with me in mind. Right. It was so great to play her because she I just I just understood I just understood the character and and could have fun with it and I think you know the way she the way she speaks relatively quickly and mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. way they have banter and and all of that stuff. I think that just comes really naturally to to both of us. Okay, good. So, yeah. Just fit like a glove then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was it challenging working with two McKay's, both from an effects standpoint and from Jeannie's emotional side? I think from from Jeannie's emotional side, it was it made it more difficult because she could see the way that her brother could have turned out. Mm-hmm. Just the way that, I think just the way that Rodney sees that Jeannie could have been this amazing physicist. Right. Uh, and he and he's upset about her decision. She she got to see the side of Rod that, uh, sorry, the side of Rodney that was a more nurturing, um, more open, yes. more laid back yes. version of her brother. Yes. So I think that was, I think that must have been difficult for the character. Right. But also, it meant that there was somebody else for her to side with against, <laughs> against Rodney, <laughs> which is always a bonus. <laughs> Who understood where he, where she was coming from. Yeah, know? yeah. This alternate, McKay, I mean, he had pictures of her kids in his wallet, you know, yeah. and then she turns and sees this other, her actual brother, and it's like, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> from, uh, from a... Uh, special effects. Standpoint. Yes, it was it was really difficult, but more for much more for David. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. There were certain scenes where, um, where we we were acting with no one. Right. So we had to make sure we were looking in exactly the same place, and that's fine if you're if there's a tennis ball or something that you can talk to. But um, when 
when you're moving. Yeah, the eye line is changing. So a lot of the time we were just trying to, we'd just do it over and over and over again until we were exactly looking in the right place. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it was really interesting because I, it was only a couple of scenes. But, right. you know, David had to do that a lot that week. And it was, I think that was very challenging. Right. It was so specific. Yeah, you must have been asking yourself, okay, when is he going to come unglued? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think he'd ever done that before in terms of, of having a, a duplicate of himself. No, so. I don't think he had either. And that is not an easy thing to do. So. It is not easy. And then we had an, um, a guy who was his double. Right. Who had to learn all the lines as well for both parts. Oh, no. <laughs> but he, was, he was someone that hadn't acted before. Oh, looked, really? He just looked a lot like David from the back. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, and so I think that was, that was really, that was a good challenge for him as well, having mm. to learn tons and tons of, of text. And I think by the end of the week, he was he's like, I want to be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so sometimes we had, we had him, and then sometimes we just were working with a, a tennis ball on a stand and, you know, trying to... <laughs> Right. And that we felt something for it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was very interesting. The characters kept on referencing their dad. Is he alive? Is he dead? Where is this guy? What was the backstory to that? Their dad? I, I don't know. Okay. I assumed... Because he was yeah, always... His, his, their, dad, their dad obviously died. Oh really? We we didn't talk. About, I I think so. Yeah, that's that's what I got from the script. Okay. Um, because they said um, w- when they're fighting in the kitchen, David, uh, David, <laughs> oops, <laughs> McKay, <That's okay. laughs> um, McKay says it's what it's not what Dad would have wanted or that sort of thing. So I I definitely got the impression that their dad had died. Right. But and we didn't. We never talked about that about how or when or any of that. Right. But it seems like he knew their potential and yes. knew that there was trouble between them. Yeah. So, hmm. I guess that's so similar that it's inevitable that there would be tension, some clashes. Yeah. What do you think of the success of McCann and Mrs. Miller? Eighty-nine percent of Gate World readers rated it with an eight out of ten or above. Oh, that's great! Unprecedented. That's fantastic. I didn't know that. Yes. Yes, uh, we were, I, I couldn't believe it. It actually, the episode got more uh, poll hits than an SG, than the SG-1 for that week did, which has yes, never happened I before. I read that, I read that. That's very exciting. Yes. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so glad that people liked it because I, I thought the script was incredible and I thought it was a great episode, but I knew that, that a lot of the fans had opinions about what it should be. Oh, yeah. And what you know, the character had been talked about for so long and what she should be like and what the story should be like and all that. So I'm really happy that people, that people liked it and yes. that they, their expectations were met. Right, right. Which only fuels the chances that you'll be back. Martin has told us that, that he's already working on a way to have you back. Oh, that would be fantastic. Great. Hopefully not two genies. <laughs> <laughs> no more tennis balls. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I'd love to go back. It was it was a blast. Okay. You have your own blog. Um, I do. In it's which deadly. <laughs> <laughs> well, they you come across as funny, intelligent, uh, personable, and warm. 
Um, some of some of us were wondering if you got inundated with strange comments and lots of people reading it after the episode had aired. I got inundated with strange comments before the episode. Aired. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, it was hilarious actually because the only reason I started a blog was uh-huh. so that I could post a, a mean comment on David. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be anonymous. <laughs> so I went in to make fun of David, and then I was like, I know, I'll do, I'll, I'll start a blog that's about my my loft because it's a crazy place to live. Right. And uh, and so I started it, and then for about two days, I had you know a comment from my boyfriend, <laughs> like one comment from my friend Lisa, and then on the third day, it was like eighty-five comments. Wow. And I guess somebody, ha- I think maybe David even created a link to it on his, right. uh, on his blog. Uh-huh. So all of a sudden I had all these comments and I was, I am just hooked now. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, in all different languages. So I'm, I, I spent an entire day translating. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I speak a little bit of French and a little bit of Italian. So people are still occasionally writing in, in French and that's great because I'm getting to practice. Right. Um, but yeah, there was one day where I asked for as many languages as possible, and it was <laughs> insane. I'll be done. So, it's fun though. People are people are really really nice and really supportive, and it did it did spike a little bit after the episode. Right. And it's slowing down a bit now. But I I was posting every day for a while now, and I've I've had to slow down. <laughs> My well, eyes hurt. <laughs> we never would have guessed that that you did it just to to smite your brother at the I beginning because it re- really is good. It's like he got his revenge. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wasting hours of every day now. Well, that character is an insanely popular one. Um, and and it has garnered him a lot of interest. Yeah. So I think it's only natural that that would spew over to you a little bit, also playing a McKay. Yeah, Definitely. Do you see yourself attending Stargate conventions at some point in the future? I would love to, actually. There, there's um, on the blog a couple, of, a couple of people suggested that I go to the one in London. I think the Pegasus, they call Wolf Pegasus Two. I think. Yes. Um, and that, that would be really cool. I'd, I'd love to do that because my sister's going to be moving to London, and oh, okay. Um, and I think David's going, and so I, I. I'm very interested in, in in going to a convention. I think that would be a lot of fun. Okay, great. But I, I don't have any word on that yet. Okay. Yeah. Rumor has it you're writing your own play? Yes, I am. I actually wrote, I finished my first play uh, in the summer. Really? And had that produced at the at the Fringe Festival here. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I've written, I think, four plays, but I, I sort of abandoned them when I'm three quarters of the way through. Yes. So, so the, the one in the summer was a big deal for me because I actually finished it and it, w- it went really well. It was, it was lots of fun. So it was performed. Yeah. Yeah. It, we, it was performed and then we got extended. We got an extended run at another theater. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good so, for you. Yeah. It, was, it was a fantastic experience. Huh. And it was, a, it was a comedy and I, you know, I, I thought it was funny but I didn't know people <laughs> would react that way. So. Well, if it got extended. Yeah. <laughs> Great. It, it had a, a really fantastic reaction, and I, I gave myself a little part because I thought I didn't want to be an idiot and do too much. Mm. Um, so I, I was on stage the whole time, but I didn't speak until about halfway through, which is actually terrifying. Really? And uh, and the first the first night, 
the play started and the audience was like, wah, ha, 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 laughing their heads off. And I, I just, it was amazing. Oh, good. Yeah. Huh. So, so what you I'm doing right now is, is definitely not funny. Um, but it's, uh, it's a combination of a few different Shakespearean tragedies. Oh, uh, really? Adapting into a, a story about violence against young people today. Really? So that's my new project. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh darn! Well, good. Hope, uh, hope you post some some more stuff on it. Yeah. So for those of us who can't get up there to see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely will. Tell us about working on a dog's breakfast. How enjoyable an experience was that? Uh, that was completely different from from Stargate, but yes. also a great experience. It was. That was hilarious because David told me. I don't know if he didn't want me to have high expectations or something, but he told me we were going to shoot it in his uh, in his house <laughs> with really? a video camera <laughs> and no budget, and uh, that it was going to be you know me and Mars right. and Paul McGillian, <laughs> and uh, and I got there and it was this insane, huge thing with all these amazing people working for free and like just you know locations and trailers and all the it was it was amazing mm. and uh again the script was phenomenal david's really funny mm-hmm. and he i mean he was not only acting in it but directing and right and he wrote it and all that so it was uh it was very different from atlantis because we weren't just working together as actors uh-huh um but it was it was wonderful really fun character which he also wrote that part with me in mind Right. But she was a, a, I think she was more of a stretch for me than, uh, than Jeannie. Tell us about that character. She was lots of fun. She was a makeup artist. Oh, makeup. And okay. <laughs> somebody else just asked me, actually, to describe the character, and I, I said that uh, she's, she's me with better clothes. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> me with a better fashion sense <laughs> and nice makeup. <laughs> um, but she's, yeah, really, a, really, a little silly. She's a sillier character than Jeannie. Okay. Um, but she, it, a very similar type of relationship between, between the brother and sister. And, again, a lot of banter. A lot of hitting, which I enjoyed. <laughs> 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 I get to slap him in the forehead, which I do in real life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when I run out of words. <laughs> so I, that's how I win the argument. <laughs> um, that, was, that was great. It was, it's the biggest role I've ever had in a movie. Wow. So it was just like huge learning experience for me and really, yeah, really fantastic. What was the source of angst between the brother and sister in this production? I know that the Paul's character has, it provides some tension. Yes. Uh, in, in A Dog's Breakfast, it's sort of um, David's character is a, is a recluse and yes. decides that he doesn't want me to have a, a fiancé. <laughs> well, good for him. <laughs> and, yeah, and absolutely loathes the, the guy that I've, that I've decided to marry. So that's a lot of where the tension comes from. Mm-hmm. But it seems like another brother-sister relationship where they've always had tension. Mm-hmm. But this is, yeah, this is sort of day-to-day tension. It's not like they haven't spoken in four years or anything like that. They're, they're certainly in contact with each other. Right. But they... Uh, they have a, a difficult relationship. 
and he just decides that he hates this this actor who I'm the one mm-hmm. he's, he's a stuntman mm-hmm. <laughs> with a yellow tan <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah he he just decides to do nasty things to him oh no <laughs> <laughs> and I'll leave it at that okay <laughs> yeah. well we're hoping to see it later on this year so. yeah I hope so I hope so apparently it's I've seen a rough cut and it looks really great okay great yeah. great what else do you have going on in your career right now at the moment I'm just writing okay and, and blogging <laughs> religiously <laughs> Um, I'm auditioning a lot. I, I do, I do a lot of voiceover stuff. Really? Um, to pay the bills. Yeah. Which is really fun. And, uh, I've got a play coming up in March, which is called Noble Parasites. Noble Parasites. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. Which is actually a sci-fi play. Really? Yeah. It's, uh, do you know Julian Richings? Doesn't ring any bells. No, he's, uh, you would definitely recognize his face. He's. He's, um, he was actually in X-Men 3. Oh, okay. And he was in Cube with David, and he was in Creed Murray okay. with David. But uh, he's, he's in the play as well. And, oh, really? Uh, and uh, a woman by the name of Amy Rutherford, who's fantastic. Okay. And it's a really great, wonderful script. Okay, so this is next March. Yeah, we, we begin rehearsals in March, and then it goes up in April at Theatre Passamorei. Okay, great. Yeah. Do you prefer the theater over the over the uh, sound stages? They're they're incredibly different. Mm. I I've done theater my whole life, so that's where I'm most comfortable. But uh, I have to say, I'm I'm really leaning towards TV and film right now. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I there's something about the intimacy of it and the fact that. The characters are are closer to home. Like with with theater, I I find that what I love about it is that you know I I can play a million different things because you're not sort of limited to the, the way that you look. Mm. Whereas with film, often you end up playing someone that's a lot like yourself. Mm-hmm. But what I'm realizing more and more is that there are still really subtle differences between all the characters, and I I enjoy finding those. Mm-hmm. And I also have terrible nerves. I have terrible stage stage fright. Really? So it's great to discover a medium where that doesn't happen. Right. Where I get to do the same work but not be so nervous about it. Okay. One of the big differences I've seen from, from doing both theater and some private film stuff is uh, you know, you, for theater, you have to, everything is over-exaggerated to reach that audience who is sitting 50 feet away. Right. You know, from the makeup to the acting to the expression, whereas television and film is much more personal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it has it it can be more true to life in terms of the performance. So yeah. interesting. Yeah, I really enjoy that side of it. Okay, now were you as kids? Were you all raised in the theater, or how did that work? Did you and Not David at just all. <laughs> really <laughs> discouraged from it? Really? <laughs> yeah, my 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 brother started acting quite young. Really? Okay. And I think. My dad was worried about it. I think he w- he was worried that we wouldn't be able to make a living as actors. Right. Yeah. Well. So, yeah. Which is you know which is true in a lot of cases. Yeah. Right. You talked to me three years ago. <laughs> 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 Living off like cans of beans. Um, but if you but, love uh, it. <laughs> so we we weren't 
we, we were encouraged to do the arts in school, mm-hmm. but not professionally. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was, it was the hardest for David because he was the first one to make that choice. Mm. And then my sister actually did modeling for a little while. And, really? Um, and then so when, when I made the decision to, to get into film and TV and theater, I think my dad was a little more, he realized that it's possible. Right. It's possible to make a living that way. Right. Okay. Well, if you love what you're doing, as long as you're happy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Great. And we all like doing other things as well. So it, it's, that makes for a much more interesting life, I think, when you're, when you're an actor, but you also like to do other, other things like writing or um, writing music or whatever it is that keeps you going. Mm-hmm. It's nice, when you can make your own work, it's so great because you're not waiting for the phone to ring. Hello, I'm David Hewlett, and this is GateWorld.net, your complete guide to studying. Wormhole disengaged.